it is time for yet another edition of Overreaction Monday. Alongside Chris Brockman, getting ready to throw a whole bunch of stuff my way. I I am am Rich Eisen, and as always, this episode of Overreaction Monday is brought to you by Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use the code overreaction for twenty dollars off your first purchase good to see you over there christopher good What's to going see on? you rich how was indy oh gosh uh lots to overreact to from that <laughs> yeah, one yeah absolutely uh, but indianapolis was uh was dynamite nice. the, the crowd was late arriving really yeah i thought for a split second that it would be overrun by stiller fans mm-hmm. the yinzers who took the quick flight from pittsburgh or the geographic uh geographically sound drive right. from western pa to indianapolis then the colts fans all showed up in their jeff saturday jerseys <laughs> their reggie wayne jerseys. jerseys you know their dominic Rhodes jerseys yeah. honestly the m- more fans per capita yep. wearing jerseys of old school colts Fact. Uh, more than any other um more than any other fan base in the in the nfl from what i saw and it was loud it was great it was a heck of an atmosphere. Well, they got a lot to cheer for right now. I know. And there's a lot to uh, get to. So, uh, shall we? Let's do it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. It is getting late oh, early baby. for a bunch, man. Uh, it really is. Week 15. Or now it's late, late. Books. Pretty much. All right, let's start with your game, Rich. You saw them. The Indianapolis Colts. They're going to win the AFC South. Um, This is an issue for them is that they've lost both times to the Jaguars before the Minshew magic hit. Um, you know, the Jaguars got the Colts in week one in Indianapolis when it's Anthony Richardson's first career start. Right. And then in week six, just after Anthony Richardson got hurt and they were not really beginning to, they were all wondering what the hell was happening to their season. Yeah. I, I think if the Colts played the Jaguars now, the Colts would get them. I kind of think so, too. And the only problem here is that also for the Colts is the there's a third team in, and it's the Houston Texans that have all sorts of resiliency about them right now. If you had the statement that the Jaguars are currently the third best team in the AFC South, or they're playing like the third best team in the AFC South right now, I would say that's not an overreaction. And, you know, obviously a team that was once upon a time eight and three, now eight and six coming off an injury marred. I mean, a, a, a mistake marred Sunday night loss at home to the Ravens um, is definitely the team that's not playing the best football in the division right now. Mm. So the Colts, it, it, that's not a, that's not going out on a limb. So the Colts, though, um, are playing terrific football and the Texans. I mean, so C.J. Stroud goes out, in comes Case Keenum. They're getting their ass kicked by Will Levis and the Titans. They hang around, hang around, hang around, force overtime, and in the final possession of overtime, win it. Boom. And they are as resilient a bunch as there is, so we're assuming Stroud will be back and then Nico Collins will be back and Noah Brown will be staying in there, and Singletary is killing it at the running back position. And defensively, D'Amico Ryans has them buzzing around. They could win this division, too. But the Colts do have a lot going for it. The run game, they have a take a takeaway happy defense. As I mentioned during the the, the Wait, show what, what on was Monday. The stat? 19, 19 straight games. 19 straight games Ooh. with at least one takeaway by the defense. And they lead spicy. They they went into um Sunday leading the the um 
the league in turnover margin, but the 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 49ers got a couple themselves. Yeah. They're now in front on turnover margin, but the Colts are plus 12 in turnover margin and run the football and they could play they could play really good defense and the special team seems solid. Minch has been good. So that's a long-winded way of saying this is an overreaction. They don't have the tie break against Jacksonville. And the three-way tie break, um, you know, right now goes Jacksonville's way. And then Indianapolis's remaining schedule, let's just linger on the NFC South, uh, AFC South a little bit longer sure. here. The Indianapolis schedule the rest of the way, they're at Atlanta. And they could win this one, man. I think they I will, think, I right? think, although Atlanta's going to hit them with the Heineke, right? Maybe. Maybe. And then they have Vegas in their house, and then they have Houston in their house. That may be for the division, bud. Because Indianapolis's first win of the season was at Houston. Remember, Anthony Richardson showed you, okay, oh, he's got oh, some oh. ability. Right. Um, they might sweep him, and then I have no idea how the tiebreak goes. So to state just they're going to win the AFC South, I think, is an overreaction. But they, can they win it? Absolutely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. So, all right, we're about to set the record for the most time spent on a podcast talking about the AFC South. The Jaguars are going to miss the playoffs. Because when you see what you saw on Sunday night football, that's not a playoff team. It's kind of wild how this works, because if I'm not mistaken, when they were eight and three, (laughs) I said they were were going to be the one one seed. (laughs) And look at us now. A lot has changed in four weeks. Uh, And and, and plus this. this uh, this podcast is not all about being balanced. No, absolutely. Not. I understand. That's why it's called overreaction Monday. Sometimes it's not called I'm, reaction Monday. Sometimes I'm not even fair and balanced. I'll say this is an overreaction right now. Jacksonville's remaining schedule, ton of winnable games on it. Jacksonville's next three, final three, are at Tampa. How about that for a big football That's game? That's great. The leaders of both South divisions are taking on each other I right love now. It. I love it. Or at least first place teams in both both South divisions are, are taking on each other. Then they're home for um then they're home for Carolina and then at Tennessee, which may be starting Malik Willis, depending on how banged up um I, I think I saw on Monday Will that Levis it was is. just an ankle sprain because it looked really bad when it happened. Right. And it could be I don't know, maybe Will Levis has the same tendons as uh as Trevor Lawrence and he maybe. can come back in there. Or or I mean, would, they, look, would they looks like Wolverine. Would they really so, start yeah. Ryan Tannehill one more time? I doubt it. Uh, I, I'd have no idea what the contract calls right. for. Like they, sure. they may have say we're we're not gonna pay you another dime. Right. You're not getting hurt week eighteen. Right. Um so we're on the hook. So um I, I think Jacksonville still has a path here to say the least. So I'm just, but it doesn't look good at all. It's I mean, not look good I mean, the mistakes, they, they, 
Brandon McManus is suddenly becoming unreliable. Can't make a kick. Trevor Lawrence can't hold on to the football. And then the decision-making at the end of the first half, when all you got to do is spike it and then get one more shot at the end zone instead of taking the one more shot at the end zone and then not throwing it in the end zone and then... That was and then insane. you run out of time. I've never seen anything like that. So, did you think Calvin Ridley was in? Do you think that was a touchdown? Uh, I I didn't think it was as cut and dried as Terry McCauley was making it um, in the broadcast. I, I I didn't. I mean, if you froze it in a moment in time, yeah, it, you that was could tough. make the case that he did re-establish that control before, before his, the, his right butt cheek right. hit the end zone. Was, was but bang, was bang. his left foot that was caught underneath? His left butt cheek was that already out of bounds? Out of bounds yeah. It was too close to to overturn in my estimation. I think you're right. But Terry McCauley basically comes on. He's taking a look at it. He talked himself into being and resolute. Boom, just like I know this is what's happening. Touchdown. Okay. But uh, so I'll say this is an overreaction as well to start. All right, let's go to some Saturday games. Rich, this dude has been awesome. 318 yards per game and a three-game winning streak, and he has Cincinnati back in the playoff mix. Jake Browning will be a starting quarterback in 2024. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Because if you're the Bengals, do you just let him walk? Honestly. You just, you're seeing right now the value of Jake Browning to the Cincinnati Bengals. You're seeing that. You have somebody like him, so your season doesn't wind up like the Jets. Hmm. You have somebody like him, so you not only don't lose your season, it doesn't become a lost season, you have an ability to win football games and win playoff games, and and Jake Browning, let's just say he, he let's just go the ultimate crazy. Sure. He wins it all. That would be amazing. So now maybe somebody knocks on the Bengals' door to give them the proverbial godfather offer where they're like, yeah, I mean, Burrow, Burrow doesn't have doesn't have another lost season in him. He's not injury prone, although, you know, obviously the second time there's been a, a, yeah. a, a season ending injury for him. You're betting on, you're, you're giving him all that money. So clearly you're betting on having him for every game. Right. So why do you have somebody like Jake Browning there? If you can get a certain amount of draft capital for him, but uh, I, I, I think he has proven he can be a starting quarterback in this league over the last three, four weeks for a four-week stretch, honestly. Sure. Let's see what happens over the final three weeks before we start, you know, breaking out, as they say, the anointing oil. Okay. But I, I don't know. I mean, why would you, if you're the Bengals, say, go ahead, find another job? Because you, you thanks thanks for 2023. Yeah. Our gift to you is to let you go somewhere else. Uh, you've earned the right to go out and find yourself a How? job. How? And the, if he's under contract there in Cincinnati. I don't know what his contract situation is, but what? don't you feel like maybe they owe it to him? I hey, don't know. you've been awesome. Dude, you led us to 10 wins in a playoff let spot. Let me ask you this question. Go see if you can get a uh, Let me ask you this somewhere. question. In Cincinnati last year, right, in the playoffs, Snoop Huntley should have won that football game. Okay, if, they only was, if there was only a Snoop push. <laughs> Nice. But but instead he goes up high yep. instead of going low uh-huh. in a quarterback sneak. Right, ball pops loose and it's the rumble in the jungle. He Sam gone. Hubbard, he gone. Yeah. Let's say if Snoop Huntley did crease the end zone there and beats the Bengals, do you think the Ravens would have owed it to him to find another home to be a starting quarterback? Or maybe in he would have asked, or maybe I don't know. Hey, do me a solid. Let uh, me go see if I can be a starter somewhere. It's, it's a harsh reality. Yeah. Backup quarterbacks are there. When in case of emergency and glass is broken, right. you make sure 
that the window that's broken is also one of opportunity. How does that sound? Look at you. Okay. So, so that's what you're there for. I don't think because he's so dominant, it's going to be obvious that the Bengals should let him go. You're going to have to come to Cincinnati yeah, with maybe a, a serious team, yeah, offer for him. Fourth, third or fourth round pick or something for him. I don't know and about then that. I mean, you, away we go. Honestly, I don't know if this is a walk year for him. If it is, then two salute. This is the greatest thing you, that can happen. Yeah. But um, for those who, who may, may not have heard, Jordan Palmer, his throwing coach, the minute he got the opportunity to be the starter, days after Joe Burrow was done for the year, he came on the show and said, just you watch. He's got it in him. And, uh, and he struggled the first week, and then the last three weeks. Well, his been, first week was against the, the Steelers' defense when it was really rolling. Yep. Um, he's going to face the Steelers' defense this week without their starting safeties, one he suspended is. and one uh, injured. He is going to wipe them up. Well, I've got him as my fantasy quarterback, so you do. I do we'll indeed. You. Okay. What else? Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about those Pittsburgh Steelers. Your favorite topic, Rich. <laughs> it's time for the Steelers to move on from Mike Tomlin. Wow, you're really putting me in this position here, huh? You could even flip the words. It's time for Mike Tomlin to move on from the Steelers. It, it, just it, whatever one feels just, great for it, you. It just feels like it right now, but I don't know how he feels. I don't know how he feels if he wants to stay there or not. If he does have a sense of wanderlust, if he's looking around this locker room and he's like, these young kids that are balling out aren't listening to me. I don't know if he feels like his time has run. It's course, or he's just like, screw it. I'm the same guy. You know, this just didn't work out this year. They all understand the plan. We talk about the plan in the draft room all the all winter long. They understand that there was some time that needs to be this, that, the other thing, certainly with Kenny Pickett, and we all understand that Pickett got hurt and what have you. Uh, I, and I don't know if the Rudys are like, yeah, we hear you, Mike. We, we, we know you're the guy, so just turn off all the outside noise. Um. And, and I just don't, I don't know what the answer to this is. I understand why it's not an overreaction for a ton of Steeler fans to feel this way in the way that three weeks ago I said that would be a total overreaction. Like, if you asked me this three weeks ago, I'd have given the answer that enraged a, a bunch of Steeler fans right. to the point where I'm hearing from them every single time it's a backfire anything, on offense or anybody, defense. It's my fault. Anything happens. It's yeah, just it's like, your see, fault. Rich? <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, your mentions see really Rich? R.I.P. See, Rich? Yeah. I mean, and then calling a game alone, your mentions are R.I.P. Because right. like, enough of rooting for the Colts. Enough of rooting for the Steelers. <laughs> like you care who Boy, wins. Boy, you love Mike Tomlin too much. Boy, you're the fault. You're the reason why he's still there is because you folks in the national media won't call him out. Yeah. I mean, that's the stuff I'm hearing nonstop. So I, I, I totally understand why Steeler fans might say enough's enough. But like I said, he is 100% if free going to get another job somewhere else. Take a look at just how empty the stands were in Carolina. Oof, man, and the man. former minority owner of the Steelers is now the majority owner of the Panthers. Yep. I think he would be all over Mike Tomlin in two seconds yeah, flat. Yeah, you had said that a couple weeks ago. Like, make David Tepper's day. Correct. Uh, if the Washington commanders are going to make the move at coach that I think they are going to make. Yep. And they feel like Eric Bieniemy is the guy who has shown the way with Sam Howell and the rest of that offense has come to like him and think that he works there. And if you don't want Bieniemy to be your head coach for whatever reason, you could call Mike Tomlin up and say, what if you come here and, and work with Bieniemy? Would he be up for that? I don't know. So I'm not going to sit here and say absolutely. Certainly when 
the Steelers have in the past shown a, a remarkable ability to turn things around in the final three weeks of a season, go on a run, make the playoffs, and go on a run. Um, so I can't sit here and call this an overreaction right now, but it's definitely in the ether in a way that I have not seen in Pittsburgh in quite some time from the fan base feeling as resolute as it appears to be right. to the results on the field showing a, a locker room of of players who understand what it's like to be coached by Mike Tomlin and want to be coached by Mike Tomlin, like TJ Watt said to the broadcast team when we met with him on Saturday, and a bunch of kids that appear to, you know, not want to be coached by Mike Tomlin or understand the value of being coached by him. So, yeah, I've never seen anything like an overreaction for the moment. One thing that you should react to is my call for you to go get the Game Time app and put it on a mobile device right near you. Because as soon as you get the uh, Game Time app on your phone and open it up, you'll see how easy to use it is. And you'll see how when you want to check on a sporting event or a theater event, music, comedy, concerts near you, you can go check out whichever seat you want and see the view from your seat before you buy. And then when you say, I want those tickets, you will get an all-in pricing so you could see how much it costs before you buy. They do not pull any punches on game time. With a house full of kids with different tastes and allegiances to so many different teams and whatever, it's game time, I'm telling you, is the perfect solution to find tickets to satisfy everyone in your household. And then you can... After taking the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time and downloading the app and creating an account, use my code Overreaction. I'm sorry, it's our code. Thank you, Rich. Use our code Overreaction for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Restrictions do apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create your account, redeem your code O V E R R E A C T I O N two R's and Overreaction twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What else you got there, Christopher? Rich, let's go to Buffalo, and let's start with the positive in Buffalo. Let's start with the Bills. The Bills are going to win the AFC. Oh, my gosh. You, you always go one step further than you need to. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the one step I'm supposed to take. I know. Reaction Monday. I got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, this is an overreaction, and I think they can win it. And I think, you know, the Ravens winning on Sunday night helped nail the door shut on the Bills winning the one seed. Now, that's well, the opportunity the, to get the one um, seed. Yeah, yeah, obviously, but nailed down their ability to get it. Right. So that's how far I think the Bills may wind up in the overall standings where they currently rest ninth. They look so good. Okay. They're currently ninth, and Four, they were down to twelfth. Okay, yeah, they like were out dead of in the water. Yeah. Okay, so I think the one seed is toast, but the two seed is absolutely gonna happen. Gonna happen. Yes. How about that? I'll meet you wow. halfway. Okay, here. Hey, you're meeting me like three quarters. I think the Dolphins will lose one of their next two, home for Dallas. Yep. Or at Baltimore. I think at that's a, that's a Baltimore is a spot where, you know, I believe last year is where they shocked Baltimore. Yeah, it was really early where in the Baltimore year. Baltimore was yeah. kicking their ass, and all yep. of a sudden, the McDaniel offense 
Tua, with Tua and Tyreek and, and Waddle. Right. I think that's where they first showed mm-hmm. that they could just shock you and go from zero to 160 yep. and beat you. So I understand me saying that I think the Ravens could put the bang thing on this team in Baltimore sounds a bit off. Okay. But all what I've just described, a loss in either of those two, while the Bills take on Easton Stick yeah, or Mer- Max Duggan. Uh, no, he got released. Will Greer. Okay, Will Greer. Yeah. Right. Okay. Will Greer or or Easton Stick. Oof. Okay. And then the guy who was on the practice <laughs> squad in case Bailey Zappi flopped is Will Greer. Yeah. The, the genuine article in Bailey Zappi's walking in. Yeah. Or they're walking into the, into their house. So week 18 could and be so, for the again, division this maybe? Team, this is a Bills team. The lowest point of the season was when they lost in New England to Mac Jones. That was, that was their low water mark. I can't believe that happened. At Cincinnati was a game where they're taking on Burrow and the Bengals. Okay. Right. right. The low water mark, you could also say, was losing at home to Denver because they had too many men on the field, and then they lost that game. Yep. And that's that's when they they switched offensive coordinators. They've won three or four since. Their only loss being an overtime loss at Philadelphia. So you know they're going to want to eviscerate New England. And that said, that means if what I have just said happens, they would win the AFC East by winning in Miami, which I think they would do. Mm. And then you put up the AFC standings one more time just to finish my point. Okay. Then they would be the two seed because they would have – because I'm assuming the Chiefs would the Chiefs will slip up. They would have to be 11 and 6 and then we need the Chiefs to slip up. That's a problem. So when I'm talking myself out of this thing all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you just had it. I just had it, but the problem is is that the Chiefs are one in front of them but and you, then I, but you I, think I don't Buffalo see, I, can I win the division. I could see the Buffalo wins the division and then I just said they would be the 2 seed. Sure. Um <sighs> Kansas City, now that I'm sounding this all out like I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. What do they have? They, they're home for Vegas okay. on Christmas Day. I mean, they just scored like 70 or Home whatever, for Cincinnati 63. and Jake Browning. Now we're talking. And then they're at Easton Sticker, Will Greer. Jake Browning. So Okay, so Jake Stay, Browning beats him. Jake Browning beats Kansas City. Then, then the Bills would yeah, be the, the two seed. the two seed. Okay. I mean, these are these are reasonable this, paths. This, this could really—I said it was weird season. Do you have a Chiefs topic? I don't have a Chiefs. Okay, topic. so then let me hit this then. Yeah, the Chiefs. I just showed you how the Chiefs are the two seed after all this. Yeah, after all this craziness, I told you. And so then all you have to have is the Bills win a wild card game, mm-hmm. or you know, even if they don't make it or what have you. Let's say the Bills don't win the division, but they still make it. Okay. Then they go, or the Dol- let's, or the Dolphins. I kicked the Dolphins out. The Dolphins would go visit Baltimore, or the Bills would visit Baltimore, knock them out, and the Chiefs still host the AFC Championship game. I just, I, I know, just laid it all out there for that, you. You're convinced the Chiefs are hosting the AFC no, Championship I, I'm game. I'm convinced but I'm that not the Chiefs, sure everybody that. is sent to, like a, that, that the house is burning. And I'm just saying they just smell a little bit of smoke. <laughs> And they and, and it's it's because somebody left a candle on okay, in the kitchen and they blow out the candle and everything's they left fine. Left the oven on. You're like, well, right, what no, is it's that? The, the, there was something burning in the toaster. Okay, that's All what right. I'm saying. Some pizza rolls. And everything's fine. Okay, it's my point about the Chiefs. Everything's not fine. I but. just showed you how the Bills could be the two okay. seed or the Chiefs are the two seed, or obviously the Dolphins can win it all. 
It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. But that's my point that that okay. initial thing is an overreaction to they're winning the AFC. They are playing terrific football, though. I mean, come what on. Else? Old school 49ers, Bill Super Bowl. What else, Chris? Uh, let's go to the other side of that game in Buffalo. Rich, I was going to come on here and I was going to call the Cowboys the F word. Finished? Frauds. But you know what? The Cowboys are fine. That was just one game. Oh, you, you switched it up on me. Cowboys are fine. That was just one game. What's your definition of fine? Just fine. What's your definition of fine? Well, Rich, I don't, I, I'm not sure if you saw the official standings, but they have the little X next to their name. They made the playoffs By the yesterday. way, they Congratulations. did. Congratulations. Do you know how they made the playoffs? Because the Packers lost, the Falcons lost, and the Lions won. That Boom. was that was that Cowboys was in. that was the way the ping pong balls, if you yeah. will, needed to fall for them to get their uh, it was their just playoff one bad punch. game. They've been Take on a punch. roll, Dak, and so everybody's been fine? cruising. What's They're fine. fine. They're fine. What's fine? You're the not. The sky seeing- is not falling. The overreaction is to come on here and be like, "They're frauds. They stink on the road. They're going to be one and done in the playoffs." Gonna- oh, I don't think they'll be one and done in the playoffs. Although I think that if they go to Tampa, they're facing they're a better fine. Tampa team than they did last year. I think the Cowboys are fine. They're the same team. They are who we thought they were. Dennis Green was right. The Cowboys are who we thought they were. They're fine. Yesterday, Sunday, was just one game. I think this is kind of crazy and just shows you how the rest of the media world treats the Cowboys, that you going reasonable is the overreaction. (laughs) And that's kind of what I was going for. (laughs) Normally, the overreaction is something totally unreasonable. Right. But you going nuanced yeah. and gray area fine. is the overreaction. <laughs> and the Cowboys are the only team where you could do that. Truly. I wanted to zag. I, I, thought, I, I knew you would you expect zagged. me to come on. I don't even know what this is. Frauds. I mean, finish. But they clinched the playoff berth on Sunday and they're fine. That's, it was just one game. That's such a zag. You're an ocean away from the zig. <laughs> Jeez. It's just one game. The Cowboys, yeah, they're fine. They're it's fine. just one game. It was just one game. Absolutely, they're fine. It was just one game. I know. I'm not going to freak out. I'm with it. you. I think they could still win the division. I don't know if, because if, if the Eagles lose to Seattle tonight, they could still win the division. The sports radio talk, I learned I'm more about you. the Bills. The Bills showed me more on okay. Sunday. Okay. There you go. Cowboys are fine. Are you? Do you need a? Do you need a break? Do you need like a, <sighs> some ibuprofen? Are you hot? I think I need a timeout. My gosh. All right, wow. Mitch, let's keep let's keep it let's keep it moving let's keep it moving okay we're getting a little long-winded on some of these we got to keep it moving that's my fault brock purdy's right christian mccaffrey is the mvp of the national football league i mean it's not an overreaction he's unbelievable he truly is unbelievable <laughs> and the perfect he's been amazing example Man. like look I, I i wouldn't argue if purdy was winding up with the mvp well, purdy the, is a massive favorite he's because it, it's Vegas a quarterback given award i get course. it but Christian McCaffrey is the perfect example of a team identifying a player that they technically didn't really need, but could truly use. (laughs) That is what we are seeing here. The Niners, could they have been as good this year or had a chance to win the Super Bowl this year without Christian McCaffrey? I think so. Could they be, however, as far ahead and shoulders as it appears above every other team in the NFL without Christian McCaffrey? No. And that's why you take draft capital that you have left from the draft capital that you've already spent on a quarterback decision that you're wondering if it's correct or not by going to get the guy who can make your offense a completely different machine. And nobody today is talking about the draft capital that they spent on Lance, 
mm-hmm. and the draft capital that they spent on McCaffrey. To your point, I don't even remember what they gave up for McCaffrey. It doesn't matter. And that's another reason yeah. why he is most valuable because he makes it work in a way that nobody else could make it work to this extent. They didn't need him, but man, could they use him. And they went ahead and did the use thing. And it has been lights out. They have taken the Shanahan system and placed the perfect organism at that position Mm -hmm. behind or next to a quarterback that appears to be another perfect organism for him, especially in this day and age when you're paying McCaffrey and needing to pay Debo and needing to pay Bosa and needing to pay everyone else. That's Purdy's value as well. So I don't have a problem if Purdy is the guy. Certainly don't have a problem if Christian McCaffrey winds up being the guy. All right, Rich, last one. Uh, And I know I just said that the Bills are going to win the AFC, but (laughs) Christmas night, we have a super duper matchup, 49ers Ravens. Mm -hmm. That is going to be the Super Bowl matchup this year. Uh, I don't think that's an overreaction right now. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I mean, they're the two one seeds at present going in, and they have um, defenses that can make a difference, championship quality. They've got quarterbacks who are MVP candidates. Mm -hmm. They have, um, I mean, obviously McCaffrey is the run game for the 49ers, and the Ravens, despite Keaton Mitchell going down for the year, um, have a run game in their own right that is incredibly productive, over 200 yards against the Jaguars, who are no slouches in stopping the run. Um, special teams galore, obviously. This is, without a doubt, a possibility of this being not only a Super Bowl matchup, but the winner of this game winds up being the MVP uh, of the league with this win. So, yeah, uh, I think the the Ravens will wind up being division winners in the North in the same way that the Niners already are as of this taping in the West um, coaches that can really coach him up. I, I love it. I, I, I don't have any problem. You'd sign for that this. right now in Las w- Vegas. Wouldn't you? I think I would too. I'm just thinking about the media night and the lead up. A lot of fun storylines. Well, I mean, the storyline would also be two MVP quarterbacks of completely different styles. Different styles. Different, different, different paths to the back. league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one's a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Another one was a four-year starter in Iowa State. He was, yep. One was the last pick of the draft. One was the last pick of the first round, in which a lot yeah. of people thought he would be higher. I also, mean, this would be John Harbaugh, maybe cementing Hall of Fame status, I win know. a second Super Bowl. And against the team who his brother used to coach yep. and then fired. So it would be and a little, it, it would be a little, instead of it being a Harbaugh, right. it would be a Harbaugh revenge game. I also, mean, Kyle Shanahan, redemption for the Falcons Super Bowl. We've got to hold off i know I because know. we just blew suck. a whole bunch of narratives but we front load front load that's we what are, we do that here is a front load situation so i don't i don't, i wouldn't be surprised if it is and i know obviously fan base both those teams would sign up for it yeah absolutely all right did you have one right. more and you're just going to save it for tuesday yeah, show i have a couple more but we're going to save them for tuesday okay we're going to save them for tuesday all right, very good keep yeah, them in your course, pocket in your pocket plus, plus you've already done the work for tomorrow time, i understand how you're doing it yeah we'll see what comes out of the monday night game but we're taking okay. this beforehand so okay. we'll see very good it's now time for overreaction predictions uh we both missed I'm ours so, so bad at these i uh, thought jacksonville was going to beat baltimore yeah, and the question I, I, would be the ravens are in trouble 
Very, uh, very much not. I mean, look, if they make if they make those field goals and they don't screw up the end of the half, maybe that's a different game. Well, I mean, if the the three field goals are the two missed and then the one that they could have gotten before the end of the half, if they threw the ball into the end zone after spiking it to leave time on the clock to give one shot at the end zone, and if you don't get it, you get a shot. So that's ten nine at the the half, and then oh, that's nine points. The final score, they you know would have been within reach. Right. I'm saying at the half, it would have been it was ten nothing at the half, right? It would have been ten to nine, maybe going in half. Never know. I don't know. So, what's your prediction this week? You well, had, you had, well, you had the Bears are going to make the playoffs. The Bears are going to make the playoffs. And, Dude, they were know, up 17-7. They were winning the game. They and also had, they had a shot. Hail Mary, they like, literally I in know. Mooney's lap. Sorry, Mooney. Uh, okay, my overreaction for this week is Cowboys-Dolphins this yes, week yes, coming up. Loser of that game. Yes. One and done in the playoffs. No playoff. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Which I would be, I think, is an overreaction because they're both really good teams. But I understand. Oh, by the way, that's a reasonable overreaction. Also, it's the who have they played bowl uh, as Cowboys. Right. It's the who have they played bowl. Yeah. Well, it's it's who, who have they, they beaten. Played, who have they beaten? Bowl. It's who is it's 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 the road team who have they beaten? Yeah. Against the team home and away who have they beaten? Right. Who right. Have they, who have they beaten? So, bowl, but so. it is the who have they beaten bowl because yeah. the Cowboys who have they beaten on the road and they're on the road. Yeah. Against the team at home. So that hasn't beaten anybody at home. Or loser one and done in the playoffs. Got it. Got it. Okay. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> you're you're good at this. Let me show you how it's done, Chris. I, I, I'm not good. Let at me this. show you how it's done. You went right up to the water's edge, but you only dipped in a. Oh, toe. you're gonna go all the way. You didn't just. This? You should didn't cannonball. Oh, okay. You're going all the way. Here we go. All right. My future overreaction prediction is. The Cowboys will be one and done again in the playoffs. Uh, just, I'm just going to tell just you like, straight up. It's Dallas. Straight up, Miami's going to beat them. Nobody's talking about today <laughs> is Mike McDaniel. I imagine he had something to do with it. To tell Tyreek. You're, you're not playing. You're sitting. Like, let's, let's talk about not playing today. Now, I have no idea. Because we were seeing it on NFL game day morning. But we him were seeing walking the walk- in. Yeah, he well, we saw him walking great. in, and then we showed video of him warming up. Yeah. And we saw, and Irv, you know, he was so terrific at it. We, because I mean, <laughs> he kind of knows the position, yeah, and the injury and how to handle it. And mm-hmm. he's basically like, it's the starting and the stopping, the running full strength. He won't feel it, and he can run like the wind full strength. Right, it's the starting and the stopping, and the zigzagging, and, and the, right, yeah. it's the rest of playing the position. <laughs> yeah, being right? wide receiver, <laughs> and he, and he's like, um, but I think he's playing today because he wants the 2,000 yards right. and he's a tough, he's a tough gamer and all like that less than, He's like f- less than 500 short. So, yeah, right. So I believe McDaniel, I don't know. I'll ascribe it to him anyway. I could be way off, but that's what this show's all about, right? Yeah, it's being way off way, and sounding resolute off, about like, it. Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Right. Is that, um, hey, we got these guys without you today. Yeah. Which turned out to be the case. Mm-hmm. And it was never close. And we need you against the Cowboys and the Ravens. We got to get your full strength. If we could steal another week here mm-hmm. for you, we got to do it. And we will make sure that you, you will have, have the opportunity at 2,000 yards anyway. Yeah, and wouldn't yeah. that be better for you that you have one less game, one less game so there's no asterisk mm-hmm. with your that's, record? That's deep level conspiracy. But it's not conspiracy. Deep level. Who would, has, who would have a deep level approach more than McDaniel? Yeah, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. El, you know that now this removes the asterisk when you do it. It's 16 games, not 17, 16. So let's remove all doubt. Let's get you going. Yeah, Let's even, get you healthy. And even if none of that was true, it was a smart move to yeah, keep it, it worked out that way. Got to play the long game. Right. So 
That's my prediction. Cowboys right one and done. I don't know if that's true anyway. Tampa's going to beat that's them. That's why it's an overreaction. Tampa's going to beat them. As I said on the on the the Monday show, this Tampa team this year better than last year's that lost to the I think Cowboys. You're right. The offensive line is healthy. They're just healthy. Whatever was going on with Brady in the offense isn't going on with Baker in this offense. No, no. because Mike Evans is showing up. And and Rashad White was just the the kid who was finding his yeah, way last he's, year. He's come out of it. He's a he's a grown ass man. Huggies have dropped now. Yeah, to use the Parcells yeah, phrase, he's really good. Well, that wraps it up for this edition of Overreaction Monday. Be sure to keep an eye on your RSS feed and all your podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts for the latest edition of What the Football with Suzy Schuster and Amy Trask on Tuesday. This show will come out next Tuesday. For those who normally are ready to listen to it or watch it on our YouTube stream on a Monday. Next Monday is Christmas, so we're all taking the day off to watch the triple header. But you and I are getting together Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. First thing to put together an edition of Overreaction Monday with all of Week 16 in the books. Yes, sir. And you can check that out Tuesday of next week and then the rest of next week. For Chris, I'm Rich. Happy holidays to one and all. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.